right, Phil, you bald, beautiful bastard, man. I missed you. We're getting down to the end of the year here. We got to do our quarter four best ofs and then get rolling right into our end of the year shit. Are you ready to tell our adoring fans what you have discovered as the best albums of Q4 for 2021? Phil. Yeah, I'm not ready. I don't have anything. Oh, zero. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll do some carrying today then. Phil is uh, on sabbatical. He is having his testicles waxed along with his girlfriend. And by girlfriend, I mean boyfriend. This was a, this was a blow off for me. I just like, mm, I'll just let Alex do all of it this time. I'm not listening to shit, man. Yep. I know. I haven't lived that before ever. So why don't we do this? Since uh, you haven't done dick. How about I uh, make you play rock, paper, scissors for me here, and we'll see who wins, and I'll let you pick the category, since you fucking don't do anything. Okay, ready? Um, the category is going to be something that you'd have to fight with on, on a plane that wouldn't result in the, in the plane getting blown open in any way. Okay, hold on, hold on. Would it be something I could grab? We're on a plane together, and all of a sudden you go ape shit, and I gotta put you down. I gotta find something yeah. that's already in the plane. It's gotta be in the plane. Okay, all right, hold on. Give me, give me two seconds. I think I got something. I got. I already got it. Okay, all right. I think I got something. There are a couple of surprisingly effective options, I think. Um, all, right. all right. Ready? That's the category. Yeah, ready? Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot, shoot, anything, anything you want to do, do, pen. Pot of hot coffee. Ooh, pot of hot coffee is a good one, but that'll just burn you make you so mad. I was thinking a pen. I usually get on a plane. I have my work bag with me, got pens in it. I'll be stabbing your fucking eyes out with those pens. I, You wouldn't get anywhere near me if I threw hot coffee in your face, dude. Oh, my God. You would be how, done. How hot do you think? I don't know, but fucking hot hot coffee would ruin your life (laughs) (laughs) it would man well you'd blind you'd blind me if you blinded that hot coffee i'd be fucking done so all right over to you because if you're blinded you're losing a fight that's just the end you don't automatically become super sense of your other senses where you can hear the motion of his fist you can't (laughs) see it and it just gets pulverized into your nose Your ears just get instantly amazing. Uh, <laughs> you can, can hear and f- about to kick me. right, yeah, exactly. You can hear and feel the sound waves flying toward you, and you block his fist. Yeah, so all right, you win that one. I defer. You go first, all right. buddy. All right, ready, 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 ready. All right, so I'm doing, I'm doing a top five list for the uh, fourth quarter here. I'm gonna start off with a little ditty called Omnium Gatherum. Um, I have a little bit of a better for Omnium Gatherum. They uh, did an album on our podcast that you weren't a huge fan of. I was a little surprised by. New World Shadows, overrated. Love it. Still love it. Um, This album is just more quality. I mean, there's not a whole... I mean, I do think it's a little different in the sense that it has... The songs aren't as uh, consistently paced, and another word would be boring. Is that how you would describe that? <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, very catchy album. Specifically, the song "Friction" 
I also love Tempest, and I think the song Prime. Those are all real prime, real primo stuff here. It's quality, uh, recent or current, mellow death. You don't get a whole lot of that, and it needs to be appreciated, brother. And I love that guy's fucking vocals. I will always love him. I agree. I no, I agree. That that he's got the raspy, catchy sound down. Yeah. As soon as I heard them live, that's the first time I ever saw or heard Ami Gather was live at the Metal Cruise. And I was like, damn, this guy's got a fucking proper grasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very strong. I didn't realize that. Um, so that was the first time you'd ever encountered them. Yeah, ever. I never heard of them until I saw them live. And I'm like, oh. And then I heard it like I ground. I was like, shit, yeah, this guy's legit. Yeah. So anyway, I had to put that on there. So number four, I have Black Soul Horde. The album's called Horrors from the Void. I got this from the angry metal guy okay he jocking this album pretty serious so i thought okay i'll give it a shot it's got classic cthulhu on there lovecraftian horror the song lair of the wolf is has got a great main riff beware the deep is really cool because it kind of sounds like painted black eerie like if you were in a movie and a bunch of bad shit was happening to the main characters. Or like in a, um, you know, like a mob movie, and all they're all starting to get whacked. It's a montage and getting whacked. You'd have that fucking riff going, you know? Well, I'll um, tell you what, the album art is cool as shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then God of War, also great fucking song. It's a little bit 1980s, you know, kind of uh, high-pitched lead singer. Um... But, uh, which, if you're into that cool, if not, I still think you'll appreciate this. So, um, yeah, it's just really good. Very heavy. There's occasional screaming, but not. I feel like 90% of the album is this guy's voice. And he's got a great voice and great range. It's just, uh, it, it's, and if you're into that theme, if you're into the horror, it's perfect. You guys sound like he's fucking screaming. Um, so, okay, let's go to my third. I'm going to go with a Phantomer Dream of Wilderness got a four on it yep yep that's how you know you've come to the right album yep um very classy smooth symphonic metal uh, it's you know it's like nightwish old nightwish it's that to me it's that well structured um very it's operatic it's kind of something like a soundtrack it's very it's just awesome the, the guy's voice is fucking awesome you can totally, you can actually, you can make out everything he's saying. It's very articulate, even though it's got, he's very um, brutal. And I think it's black metal-esque. Um, catchy as hell. Like I said, the song Anti-Gone. I think I've said that before when I was talking about it um, the uh, with you on text messaging, even though we're not supposed to be texting each other. Um, yeah, but we do. Ask. Whatever. Um, that's great. And the other song is A Volition. Wonderful. So I had to put that on there because I think it's rock solid burner. Um, uh, and they I, also that that they they're like a progressive, arguably band. It's it's I feel like this album is a little bit of a step into a different genre, but maybe I don't know them that well. I like um, I like their with, 2019 release Procopton, I think it was called, mm-hmm. and um, this had a lot of similarities. I spent a little bit of time with this album too, and I like this one a lot. So good call on this one. Okay. All right, quality, legit. Uh, num- number two, Obscura, The Valediction. 
banger after banger after banger. Heavy as shit. Fucking awesome album. I don't say that. Except if you like Tropical Death, if you like Arsis, and if you thought that if you could mix them a little bit with like At the Gates, this would be that album. Why wouldn't you listen to something like that? Seriously, that's a so, claim though. Arsis mixed with At the Gates, really? Yeah, that's right. Wow. It is a claim, but this is a great fucking album. It truly is one of the best of the year. Um, I mean, it's catchy. But it's relentless. It is just punch you in your face and it never stops. That band's had a couple albums out that have been like that. And so I you know, it's probably partly of course, but they, they uh I think they're sort of uh cementing their legacy as one of the great technical death bands out there. So definitely listen to a valid diction's got disgusting cover art that's awesome. It's like a guy in like a egg or a cocoon or something like that. And he looks like he's in space. It's horrifying and awesome. And they have a great instrumental called Orbital Elements. Please do yourself a favor and jam after that. And then my number one album for the quarter is Bold Diorama. Uh, black days, shoegaze, type metal, experimental. Uh, really pretty and very atmospheric. It's, um, it's got a little bit of clean singing, but it's mostly just full of brutal black metal vocals and this gorgeous music. And I know that a lot of bands have come out as in the last couple of years, maybe the last two or so, um, that are in the style, but, but I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about them, but that, if they're as good as this, I'd be shocked because this is amazing. This album absolutely blew me away when I listened to it. Uh, someone described it as death heaven, but like good. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, I had to laugh at that. Uh, I've heard a little bit of Death Heaven. I think they're pretty cool. But yeah, I just sound blew me away, man. The song Vestige um, is the one that really grabbed me. I, I think I found it on a list of, uh, I went to Spotify and I went to metal releases in December or whatever. And um, this was on there and I heard the song Vestige and I was like, oh shit, this is like amazing. So I just ran with it and I just loved it. Love every second of this album. So do yourself a favor, please, and check that out. Especially if you like, if you're willing to give experimental black metal a shot. I know maybe purists might not be into the whole shoegaze mix, but I don't care, man. You cannot listen to this album and tell me it's not catchy. So that's my list, brother. They they put out a, an album in 2018 called Jord or Jord J O R D that I really liked, and I listened to this one a little bit. And probably not enough, candidly, but since it's on your number one of this list here, I'm, I'm going to have to spend a little time with it because uh, I really like their last one. So if, if it holds up, I'm going to check it out. I, I I don't know how it compares to the last one, but I do think you'll enjoy this one. And I really want to check out the other one. It's yeah, cool man. to meet you heard of them. And, yeah. George... and do you pronounce them mole? That's how I pronounce it, yeah, but I could be completely yeah. wrong. It could be mole. Maybe, yeah, guacamole. Maybe it's like moil, like or mule. Like, remember they hire moil. Mule. Okay, I like mule. Sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let let me give you Doesn't my list. Kind of dumb? Let All me right. give you my All list, right. friend. I got a couple honorable mentions for it because there there were a lot of good albums that came out this quarter. Some obscure honorable mentions, real quick for you. 
the Zornheim Sleep Experiment by Zornheim was a cool Mellow Death album. Metemectechnosis. Metemtechnosis. M-E-T-E-M-T-E-C-H-N-O-S-I-S by the Design Abstract was cool tech death with cleaning growls and techy space sounds. I like that. I had this one, Diorama by Mole, on my uh, um, honorable mentions, Cool Shoegaze. Really liked their last one, I said. Light of the Morning Star, Charnel Noir, was Doom with clean singing. I really liked it. And then Glory Eternal by First Fragment. I liked that a lot. And then Bellum One by Achilles, I liked. And then this An by Kining. The album was A-N. The the artist is K-Y-N-I-N-G. And it said it's the guys who were left over from Nagura Bungit. And it had a really cool and varied vocal style. And the guy, like, changed his vocal style mid-song. And you could hear it. It wasn't just, like, a clean break. It was, like, a he went from cleaning, clean singing to growling. And you heard him changing his voice in the process. Like, he transferred between. Uh, you'd have to check it out to get what I'm saying. But here we go. Number five, hypocrisy, worship. What do you think of these guys, Phil? I like these guys a lot. I was saying that modern mellow death that's really good is rare. These are one of the rare those rare bands. Did did you happen did you happen to catch their video where they took their album, stuck it on like a weather balloon, and put a camera on it and they sent it and it floated into outer space. They played the whole album while in the bottom corner they showed you what it was like leaving Earth. Did you see that? No. No, it's kinda neat. Super fucking cool. Anybody out there who's listening who likes hypocrisy at all, go on their YouTube and watch the album. They play the whole album, Worship, and you get to watch their record, and it's like stunningly captivating for whatever reason to see this thing float off into space. And these guys really have kicked ass for like a long time. Yeah, and if, and, and if you don't really like hypocrisy, you just like weather balloons. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, this one is obscure, obscure as shit here. This album is called The Dandelion Child by Franklin wow. Zoo. <laughs> Did you, you ever okay. see this or hear this? Nah. It's Buddy, art. if I told you that Chris Cornell, before he passed away, sang on this album, you would believe me. L- let me try to get to the place where you can hear some vocals. Oh, well, over 2. You pick like the longest fucking song section. Seriously, section. There's just there's no vocals at all in the first 11 minutes. No, but if if I can filibuster long enough to get to some actual vocals, it sounds just like. Um, there we go. I heard her voice there. That's a human. Oh, it doesn't sound so much like on that one, but it's it's clean singing. It sounds like grungy 90s. Allison Chain, Soundgarden, in a little, in a little prog kind of sandwich, and there are songs where you hear the the vocals and you think to yourself, "That's got to be Chris Cornell." It, uh, I love grunge, bro. So I'm all about. I'll check it. What did you say the name was? Dandelion Child is the album or the band? The Dandelion Child is the album and the band is called Franklin Zoo. Franklin Zoo, okay. Don't you, listen. Huh. Did you hear it? I hear him. I can see that. Yeah, I can see Chris Cornell. 
Sure. I get that. With a little sound garden in the background, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah, it has like a, a dreary that sounds So this one stuck out to me because it was unique, but something that I had kind of heard before. Like it was a, an ode to a memory of other songs that I've heard before in a different package. I really liked it. So that was my number four. Number three, a band that I just can't not love, In Mourning, and I had The Bleeding Veil. That's their new one. It's got a bunch of good songs on it. I don't like it candidly as much as I do some of their earlier stuff. I, I love some of their earlier stuff, so I can't get away from that. But this has been, I think, the best one since uh, their one where there's fire all over the cover. Hold on a second, I'll tell you right now. Their best one before this one, in my opinion, was Afterglow. I, was, uh, so I think I, I was going to say, I thought that album was called the one with the fire <laughs> yeah the fiery lighthouse in hell no no it's called afterglow from 2016 i like that one more than i did this garden of storms in 2019 so i think this has been their best one since 2016 but i just loved the weight of oceans and shroud of divine and monolith before that so uh, these guys get a slight knockdown because their other stuff is so good but still the bleeding veil is epic okay i should have had that on my honorable yeah, you fucking blew that. I don't know what you're talking about, though. Honorable mentions. Fuck that up. Fag. Okay, so there is a band that I discovered not all that long ago called Con Bard. It's uh, C-A-N-B-A-R-D-D. The album is called Devoured by the Oak. And uh, when I heard that album, it just immediately grabbed my attention and it made me feel like I gotta spend a little more time with this it shot right up to my number two of the month of the quarter rather and it's got a great variety of different sounds folky black mellow death it's got like a winter sun vibe got an aetherem vibe excellent 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 i want to spend some more time with that one myself and then in the interest of giving the my number one it's due the album is called none but a pure heart can sing and the band is so hideous. And uh, I think I had just texted you out of nowhere to listen to this song on their album called The Emerald Pearl. And I think the way I introduced it was a, a gif of like a red siren on top of a police car. And I just said, boner alert, <laughs> boner alert. <laughs> because you did. this just came out of nowhere grabbed me right by the man balls and i was like damn this is the shit right here did you watch the video for this song the emerald pearl with those two chicks running through the saloon all wearing white and the guys are on yeah, I, I think it was just the song i don't remember the video what a loser boy man this their video is cool as shit the guys the lead singer is clutching a rosary while he's singing his fucking balls out and it's just the, the vibe of the jazz mixed with the vocals and the tonality and everything about it just captured me. And I think one of my favorite things about it is it is a total of five songs, a six minute or a six minute or a four and a half minute, 11, and then a four. So the whole thing is like a 35, maybe 40 minutes at most, five tracks, and they just keep the hits coming. You get this build right here. And then once they break through the wall, the sound just grabs you by the throat right here. 
and the drumming is so classy with the violence. And then you get the horns coming in. Just love it, man. Right here, at the grass now. So badass. So that's my number one for the quarter. number one? That's my number one for the quarter. I think you need to spend a little more time with that one, but based upon what I know about you, I think you should definitely give the Dandelion Child a spin by Franklin Zoo. I think you'd be like, man, what a cool little experiment they did here. It just sounds like something that you would like. That's awesome. I've never heard of them ever, so I'm definitely down. And neither had I. I'm, uh, I'm always excited to discover new stuff. Well, Phil, after this one, people need to get excited. Real excited. You know why? Because we're going to do our year-end best albums of the year. And that's where we really get the opportunity to tell everybody what you know. You know what you need to do? You need to go out there and listen to these goddamn albums. Because we spent a whole year gathering this great yeah. data. And we're going to bring it all to you guys for nothing. Painstaking research. Seriously. Hours of bloody ear holes and pimples in your yeah. ears from earphones and all this. But Listen to this shit, and then your significant other's like done with it, and you're like, I don't care, I'm still gonna listen to it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, God damn it, but I'll finish it out. Yep. Well, Phil, so, I got a Mitch Hedberg quote for you we can finish the show off with. You ready? I'm ready. In, a, in honor of the holiday season, Mitch Hedberg. A severed foot is the ultimate stocking stuffer. Sure is. <laughs> Love it. He's never wrong. Never. Mitch, we'll miss you. Phil, I'll miss you until we do our end of the year 2021 episode. Make sure you come on back and listen to that one. See how many of these fourth quarter ones show up on that list. Phil, until next time, this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. You're the man. Yes, I am.